0: Hi everyone and welcome to my podcast, this is Natalie and on this episode I'm joined by my friend Chris. Prior to talking to Chris I knew some about the United States military but I didn't know that much and Chris is going to be going into the Marine Corps so that's what this episode topic is. Chris tells me all about how he's been training through fitness, what he does every day as far as eating and working out which was really interesting to me. There was a time when he ate 21 eggs in a day. That's that's a lot of eggs. So we talk about that. Um, Chris talks to me a lot about his faith and how he wants to integrate that once he gets into the Marine Corps, um, minister to the people around him. We talk about his family. His dad has been a Marine for over 20 years and he's a big part of why Chris wants to be a Marine as well. So we talk a lot about that and I ask him some hard questions. I ask him how wanting to go into the Marines and pursuing that as a career has affected his relationships in the past, how it's going to affect him in the future, what the benefits are of being in the Marines. And it was just a really good conversation. Chris is so knowledgeable. He knows what he's getting into and I'm so glad that I got to talk to him. So if there are specific questions, topics that you're curious about um that i just mentioned you can look in the description of this episode i wrote out different timestamps of when we talked about fitness for example or faith um or relationships so you can go and look at that you can find chris on instagram it's also linked in the description and i hope you enjoy this episode here we go
1: Hey, what's going on guys? My name is Chris. I'm 21 years old and I'm a double major with uh, criminal justice, Homeland Security and Strategic Intelligence.
0: So I'm going to ask you some fun questions first and then we questions. will get into it. Okay. Well, first, why do you think you're here?
1: Because you asked me if I would do an interview.
0: About what?
1: Uh, the Marine Corps. About what? The Marine Corps. Yes.
0: Okay. So what is your favorite pastime?
1: oh geez video games no it's not yes is it, it really is? Is. Yeah. what what do you play uh mainly call of duty and a lot of assassin's creed i've got every single boy. one of them i'm a cod boy in high school i played a lot of counter-strike
0: okay. uh
1: competitive actually can
0: you tell in my eyes i don't know what that is
1: yeah you just don't you just don't so i like, um <clears throat> we were talking about tattoos earlier uh-huh. and then, uh so the playstation tattoo that i got is actually for my chris co-
0: has a playstation i tattoo. do have
1: a i do have a playstation tattoo on my body um it was actually from my Call of Duty team that I was on for about a year and a half. Um, yeah, I'm gonna so, exit now. Yeah, so you you go ahead. A lot of people get uh, really weirded out about that, uh, but um, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's one won, of your won passions. Some, won some money. Um, was on the team in like middle school and my freshman year of high school. They were like my only friends, so gotcha. Had to had to get one for the boys and the one girl that was on the team. <laughs> Believe it or not, yes, girls okay. do play competitive Call of Duty.
0: <laughs> okay. Favorite movie. Or a TV show?
1: Ooh, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Really? Yes. Absolutely Good. love that movie. I've never seen it. Oh, it's on okay. Netflix. you got to go watch it. Okay. See it like at least 10 times. It's incredible. It's hmm. amazing.
0: So favorite TV show?
1: Oh, The Office. I've seen it 14 times.
0: 14 times? Yeah. Like actually?
1: Like actually. I've like actually sat down and watched it 14 All times. All the way through? All the way through. No. Yeah. Like I'm not kidding. I have another friend who's seen it like 16 times. It's an unspoken competition between the both of us. Okay. Okay. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. It is, but it isn't. But, like, it's the office. How can you not love the office? That's true. The character development and mm-hmm, plot mm-hmm. line is just substantial.
0: Okay. If you were to get a tattoo tomorrow, what would it be? Oh. <clears throat> and where?
1: A cross in the date of my salvation in Roman numerals on my forearm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that.
1: Yeah. I just haven't gotten the money for it yet. Okay. but, it, but it's coming.
0: So gonna is miss. it going to be big, then?
1: Uh, it's going to be within Marine Corps regulations, which is... Uh, okay within one inch of the wrist and then one inch of the elbow and it has to be able to be covered by the wearer's palm. So it's gonna be okay. about it's gonna be about the size of my palm, which you can okay, fit okay. a decent sized cross and a date on the side on your forearm with that hmm. like constraint. So cool. will be nice. I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah. I'm excited. This is I'm excited. I awesome.
1: love I love the concept of it.
0: Yeah, me too. Okay. So Marines. I wanted yeah. Chris to come on because he's gonna talk about the Marines. So go ahead and just talk about the Marines. Like, I have no idea what it is. You have no
1: idea. So, and, like,
0: how does it compare to the other branches of
1: the military? Uh, well, the Marine Corps is just better. Um, <clears throat> there it bit, is. A l- little bit biased. My dad's been in for uh, almost 25 years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's retiring soon, finally. Yeah. I mean, I guess, why the Marine Corps? Jeez. Um,
0: well, first tell me, what know. does the Marine Corps entail? Like, what are you getting into if you're like, yeah, I want to join the Marines?
1: Um. Well, I mean, I guess what I'm getting into is... It's, it's a cliche statement of the world's finest fighting force. Okay. And like, there's like a legacy of just dudes mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. know what's up when it comes to combat and just being a general hardhead when it mm-hmm. comes to getting things done in any capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you look at like World War II, Korea, Vietnam. Like you look all the way back to like 1775 when it was when it was all founded. And um, a lot of people will sit there and be like, why do you want to go to war? It's like, I don't want to go to war. I just want to be part of something that um, I saw my dad be part of. What a lot of people don't know is it's so much more, more than just war. Like there's yeah. like the it's it's not just war. It's defense of something that's greater than than anybody can ever realize. <clears throat> like we went into we went into Kuwait to get to Iraq because Iraq was overstepping its bounds and trying to invade Kuwait. You don't see any other country really jumping over, jumping through hoops to help democracy, whether or not you believe it's motivated through economic means or not. I mean, at the end of the day, there's other people, innocent people that are getting hurt and killed and just devastated because of the evil intentions of other places, then that's just not acceptable to me. Mm-hmm. So I guess getting to be a part of something that does more for the world than a lot of people realize is just what I'm excited for. That makes any sense yes, whatsoever that makes sense yeah
0: so i had heard in the past like i don't know that mm-hmm. much about the military mm-hmm. but i heard that the marines was the hardest to get into and like had the highest standards is that true
1: um i guess it kind of depends okay. if you if you enlist um just about every branch will take just about anybody okay on the like at face value it'll take just about anybody mm-hmm. okay. as long as you have a, a decently clean record right. um, when it comes to the criminal activity as long as you score high enough on the asvab Mm-hmm. which is the armed service, um, as the armed service. All right. Well, yeah, that, that acronym, <laughs> that acronym is escaping me at this point in time. Um, as long as you have a decent score, mm-hmm. as long as you have any sort of motivation, you can get in. Okay. Um, but like the air force is joked on as being the easiest. And the Navy and the army are just joked on as being lesser than the Marine Corps because mm-hmm. the Marine Corps has, um, notably some of the hardest uh, training when it comes right. to boot camp and like officer candidacy mm-hmm. school. Okay. Um, we're talking waking up and then just running for right. And they and say, in the yeah, an infinite right. amount of time um, until somebody says, Hey, I'm tired. We can stop now. That's in command of time. Um, it's, it's, it's difficult. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of funny though, because I was actually part of the air force RDC program here at okay. Liberty for about a year and a half. But, um, like I said, my dad's been in Marine Corps at mm-hmm. that time for like 22, 23 years. He said, Chris, so. what are you
0: doing? No, no, actually <laughs> he wanted
1: me to go in the Air Force or the Navy. That was okay. his caveat to me going in the military. Was I had to go okay. officer, okay. I had to go Air Force or Navy. But then one day I just kind of looked around and realized that um, everybody there, they were amazing men, amazing women, all devoted to a higher, higher sense of self, I suppose. Yep. But there was just something lacking. Hmm. And I, I think it was just that, that grotesque, like get it done, mm-hmm. you have a job, so do it. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the just the leading factors and kind of leaving in a way. Also, cause at the end of the day, like the Air Force PFT was only a mile and a half. Anybody can do, okay, not anybody, but anybody that's pursuing the military, they, they can do a mile and a mm-hmm. half, but like the Marine Corps is three miles and it's 24 minute cap.
0: It's just that higher level. Yeah, of- it's just like a higher
1: yeah. level of physical, everything mm-hmm. that is I think draws a lot of people to it because I mean if you can be a Marine you can do just about anything and I think yeah. that, that is that holds a lot of truth that a lot of people know and a lot of people don't know at the same time mm. it's just more savage in a way yeah I like that's it. A good I like word. it I like it
0: yeah so what has it been like so far pursuing the Marines as a career
1: challenging it um it's kind of a wake-up call it wasn't it wasn't an unbearable task off the start but um originally in high school like my entire life I was told like you can't go in the military like you go to college you're gonna get a good job you mm-hmm. provide for your family that's it yeah and so I never really had any intentions of it but then finally my oh, junior year senior I think my senior year of high school I was like no dad I'm going in the military this is what I want to do in my life he's like okay okay you have to go to college though I'm mm-hmm. like okay bet so went to actually an air force recruiter. Cause I was that typical high school kid that was obsessed with fitness that said, I'm going to go special forces. So I went and I got all the paperwork to like all the like workout packets. And I ended up actually maxing all of the um, requirements, all the basic requirements to get mm-hmm. into a uh, PJ school, which is a jumper school. And oh. so like, I wanted to do that, but then um, decided probably shouldn't don't really have the aspirations for a degree in something that could be accepted to that. Mm-hmm. Cause fun fact used to actually be a, web design and game design <laughs> major not. at some point I really I still would really like to do that yeah but um then joining the ROTC program it was just again not really what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and then finally I just had like a, a just a literal god moment of like hey I kind of want you over here instead yeah so um halfway through sophomore year started the paperwork it was kind of funny I was still in the ROTC program had not given any information to any of the cadre which is like the there's uh, three captains, a major, and a colonel at the time. Mm-hmm. So all people that could easily rip my face off and then have justification for it. And right. uh, nobody would ask questions. Um, didn't tell them that I planned on dropping. <laughs> but I called um, an OSO, which is an officer, selection officer, out of uh, Charlottesville mm-hmm. and said, hey, I need the I need pre packet because I knew what I had to do. Mm-hmm. But um, he's kind of shocked. So I'm like, no, listen, my dad's been there for like 23 years. I'm like, right. Look, I just need the application stuff and he was like okay that was an easy sell here it is get it to me whenever you feel like it and i had i had it filled out in in like three hours (laughs) like like all this information i knew you needed so i had it ready yeah so i just gave it to him he was like okay so um yeah we're gonna accept it like cool let me go drop the air force program real fast yeah even he was like okay wait whoa what (laughs) this isn't exactly um, what we expected like oh don't worry i'm dropping they're not talking out of this Mm -hmm. and um i walked into walked up to no, I sent an email. I sent an email to my colonel and I CC'd everybody else. I was like, "Hey, thank you for this opportunity. You know, but um, my heart's over here. I'm going the Marine Corps. Like, I already have my mm-hmm. application sent in. Right. And it's kind of funny also because the Air Force mandates that uh, every cadet that drops the program has to get counseled and briefed. Like, hey,
0: mm-hmm.
1: why are you dropping? Do you know why you're dropping? What is your plans? Because I mean, more or less, they they want to kind of convince you to stay. Right. Because if they can convince you to stay, that's another number. Whatever.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Also just to make sure from their point of view that you're setting yourself up for life. Cause I mean, a commissioning the Air Force, like it's it's a good, that's a good gig for, mm-hmm. for pay, for anything. Usually people that dropped that I know, they had they, they got talked for like an hour, hour and a half. I'm like, why are you doing this? Are you mm-hmm. sure? Me, I just got emails back saying, Yeah, no, we we kind of saw this coming. Um, good luck. If you need letters of recommendation, let us know. Oh wow. And so I dropped through my stuff in, didn't look back. Uh, continued away at the process for the Marine Corps. Um, got all that paperwork in, but then I kind of started looking at the numbers. And in college program for uh, OCS versus uh, graduate, because mm-hmm. I was uh, really supposed to go while I was in college. I was supposed to sacrifice my entire last summer and uh, get it through OCS and okay. get it done with and then be quote unquote like Marine and then graduate and then commission, you know. Okay. Um, kind of found out that, it's actually really hard to do, really hard to get in, like between academics and physical things mm-hmm. and letters of recommendation. And you have to sell yourself. The way it works is, is the, the OSO has to basically get all your information, and then he goes up to a board of other officers mm-hmm. and a higher ranking enlisted, and he basically like sharp tank pitches
0: mm-hmm. you
1: to this board and says, this is why he yeah. deserves a slot. This is why he needs to go. This is why you want this man at OCS and to be an officer mm-hmm. in the future. And um, I was looking at the numbers and I was like, wow, only like 17% of people get selected. Like, did I make a mistake? Mm-hmm. Like, I was kind of freaking out. And uh, I voiced those concerns to uh, the Oso. And he basically said, look, don't worry. Like, you're in good standing. You had a great GPA. Like, your physical fitness was, at the time, it was really good. Like, well, not at the time. But if you're going to the Marine Corps, you always got to be fit. That's right. just, that's just right. point blank. Um, like you're doing good. Like mm-hmm. you're running these tests. you're, you're doing fine. And uh, like your dad's been in for 23 years, so like right. we're getting you in.
0: They're like, you know what you're gonna Yeah. Like, you know Yeah.
1: And that's, that. that's another thing they take into account actually is like, Hey, you've got family in that's a driving factor. That means you really rank right, like okay. more. This isn't like a side option to you. Like you want mm-hmm. this. Um, but it turns out only, oh, I think like, again, like there's four boards. And the first board typically only like 25% of 25 to 30% of people get selected. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't get on the first board because there's people that can run 300 point PFTs. That's like the max score. That's 23 pull-ups right. just straight. Yeah. That's like 110, 115 crunches in like less than two minutes. And then a 18 mile or 18 minute, three mile run. I That's can't cool. do that. I don't <laughs> I don't think I'll ever be able to do that. Yeah. But, um, you know, didn't get in the first board, ran another the PFT, bumped my score up, ended up getting it. Uh, right after spring or Christmas break started, uh, my junior year.
0: Um,
1: it was kind of funny because I was like, okay, cool. Like this is expected of me. You know, like I have that Marine Corps mentality of my dad, where Mm -hmm. if you want something, go and get it. So I was like, okay, cool. This isn't like a quote unquote big deal Mm -hmm. because again, this is what I feel called to do. This isn't big. I'm no more than anybody, no less than anybody. This isn't crazy honorable. This isn't crazy dishonorable. This is just the profession I chose to have. Right. And I finally got on the plane and showed up to OCS and I realized, oh shoot, there's only 300 of us here. Like there's only like three, it was was roughly 300. There's there's only 300 of us here. That means out of all 50 states, plus the territories, I don't know if anybody from territories ever gets the slot, but out of everybody that applied, out of everywhere, every state, every district, every board district, only 300 of us got the slot. That's crazy. So I was like, it was, it was definitely a little bit of change in perspective mm-hmm. because here I am thinking, like, oh, my dad does it. Our family friends do it. Mm-hmm. I've got friends from high school that went enlisted. Like, this is just me doing the same route. It's, it's, it's unimpressive. Then I realized there's only 300 of us there. I was like, oh, this is oh. a little bit uh, more higher caliber than than I thought. So it was very, very humbling um,
0: yeah. You're like, to oh.
1: see, like, I'm one of 300 this one time. It's God my want me here. <laughs> yeah, like, I guess he does, doesn't yeah. he? So it's been a long process. I uh, started the process when I was a sophomore, halfway through my sophomore year. And then now I'm a senior that's mm-hmm. graduating in, like, let me see here, like, what, like a month and a half? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I go to OCS again in June. Right. So Which
0: is for 10 weeks?
1: 10 weeks, yeah. OCS okay. is 10 weeks of absolute
0: torture. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's going to be a great time. Great time. Yeah, it's been long. It's been a long process. Yeah. It's...
0: It's not a, hey, here I am. No, it's like a,
1: yeah, it's definitely a, hey, here I am. This Mm -hmm. is why I want to be here. I'm going to show you I want to be here. I'm going to show you that I'm, oh this is going to sound so bad. I'm going to show you that I'm better Mm -hmm. than every single other person that applied.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you have to sell yourself. Yeah,
1: like you definitely do. It's definitely a, I have a friend. He actually said, oh, look, I, I submitted my rough application for the program. I was like, do you have any advice? And I was like, I know the guy. And I was like, well, you're going to have to step up your alpha dog, like, <laughs> came mm-hmm. a little bit, and he mm-hmm. was kind of shocked. And I was like, no, you don't understand. Like, you need to walk in the room knowing you deserve to be in the room. Right. Right, right. now you're kind of questioning why you're even in college. Right. Like, you need to walk in and you own the place. Like, mm-hmm. you walk different. You need to walk different. People look at Marine Brats all the time they're like, y'all walk different. Like, we walk different. We act different. We sound different. We, we, we're just a little, we're a little bit different in mm-hmm. a lot of regards, especially if our parents are senior enlisted and have been in for 20 plus years. Like, we have a different Almost chip on our shoulder. Right, we're all equal, but in a way, we're we want to do certain things more, mm-hmm. and we're going to get there to do it. And I feel like this entire process has just been that. Yeah, like it's it's wild. It's been fun. but a fun has ride. It been, it's been a fun ride. Really? It's been a fun ride. It, it's been great.
0: Good, you enjoy the hard work.
1: I, I do. Tell. I do. I read a statistic the other day. Actually, that was a typical podcast moment. Let me pop a statistic. Um, that, that every time you run three miles, you just did more than 99% of the human population. No way. And I was like, oh, okay, that's... You're
0: like, oh, Yeah, it's, like it's
1: like every time I run three miles, it's like, hey, that, that's more than a lot of people do in a day. So yeah. I guess we're just going to go after it, you know? Keep going. It's going to be great.
0: So what is your workout regimen right now? Oh,
1: geez. Um, I want to <clears> know.
0: <throat> How often and what you often? do you do? How often?
1: Probably six to seven days a week. Okay. Typically six. Right now in college... So college kind of changes
0: mm-hmm. workout,
1: working out mm-hmm. a lot for me just cause like diet is huge. And yeah, talk may, about that too. Talk about that too. Okay. <laughs> so right now in college, almost done with the semester. I'm excited because mm-hmm. I need to go home and go to my gym. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot more cardio. Um, typically right now I'm, I'm training for a PFT again. Okay, So I need to be able to run. Pull ups and the crunches, that's easy. Okay. Um, the typical saying is max, max, relax. You max the startups, you max the run. Or you max the sit-ups, you max the pull-ups, mm-hmm. then you just relax in the run because, like, yep. you're fine. Like mm-hmm. you did the max, max, you're fine. Um, but so right now, I run three to four miles every uh, day. Uh, every two out of three days. Okay. So the day before I ran four miles. Yesterday I ran three. Every day that I run, I try to bike ten miles just to okay. keep the legs kind of going. Mm. So because my cardiovascular system's fine. It's always been fine. I have played Good. sports all through my youth. I, yeah. I always was active. I was always running around the yard. Mm-hmm. My cardiovascular system's fine. I actually had tests done, and like for some reason, my heart rate when I'm doing cardio doesn't get above one hundred and fifty. I don't know why.
0: Interesting.
1: Um, so it's mainly just like stamina. So it's a lot of like stamina building mm-hmm. stuff. So just um, bumping up the bumping up the times or bumping down the times per mile. Uh, not so much intervals. I don't like intervals. Um, and since I am training for PFT right now, it's more calisthenics than it is okay. actual lifting. So okay. more push-ups, more ab stuff, more pull ups than anything else. Leg day, don't do a whole lot of leg day again. Since I'm training for a run,
0: right?
1: And leg bulk isn't necessarily good for a guy like me. Yeah. It's not helping. Like, right. yeah, you can squat four oh five, but okay, but what's your run time? Right. <laughs> That's the yeah. thing is, like, the right. thing I always look at guys in the gym and think, I'm like, oh yeah, he looks huge. I want to look like that. I'm like, nah, no, he can't no. run three miles in under twenty four minutes. There's no way.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. Over, over. When I'm not at school, though, yes. um, working sure. out is huge to my day for no reason at all. Um, typically, it's wake up, get some food.
0: What do you rest. eat? Rest. Oh, I eat a lot of eggs, chicken. a lot of eggs, a lot
1: of rice, a lot of chicken, and I actually have a lot of cheat meals because, do like, you really? I do. I eat like oh, when That's I'm home, I don't spend a lot of money on food, uh-huh. but just the things my parents have in the house. Right. It's just like I'm always eating. Like I think two summers ago, I I was like, screw it. I want to be as big as possible and as lean as possible. And I weighed like 190, 195 at like five, 6% body fat. I had like guys walking up to me, and I work out the gym. I work out at home. Um, There's like pro and semi-pro bodybuilders. Yeah, it's like yeah. I have like two guys walk up to me. They're like, "Yo, we want like we need you like in our tank tops for a photo shoot. Like we want to brand you." I'm like, "I'm going to college in two months. Right. Like I can't, I, I can't tie myself down to that in a, a company in the world." I'm like, right, sorry. Right. Like I'd love to do <laughs> this for you, but yeah. I can't. Plus, I got to yeah. start doing cardio again, so I'm gonna go like this in two months. Yeah. Um, but, like, over summers, it's a lot of – over breaks when I'm home. It's a lot of – a lot more running. I'll typically run, like, three miles a day. Okay. Um, you
0: run outside or on a treadmill or on a track? Or
1: when I'm there, side? I run outside. When I'm here, I hate hills. Okay. So I run on a treadmill.
0: You do? I, yeah,
1: which is mm. weird because it's like, oh, it's not real running. Shut up. <laughs> I hate running on hills. The hills yeah. here – okay. I don't know where your listeners are from. The hills here at Liberty University absolutely freaking suck. Because, like, you can run on East Campus and think, oh, it's flatter. No, it's not. There's, like, five big hills. Uh, Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. You can run through Main Campus, but then, like, you got to go down the Main Avenue, but then you got to go up the Commons Hill. mm -hmm. I'm not doing that. That sucks.
0: Yeah. Um, So you do treadmill. Yeah, I I do
1: treadmill here. When I'm home, I run outside. I live in Louisiana, so it's relatively flat, Mm -hmm. so it's not bad. Um, Yeah. I try to do at least two rucks a week. Which is you put your boots on. You oh, put, oh, you put, oh! You put like with your all your gear. On. Yeah, yeah. Typically with gear, I just put things. I have a tactical, quote unquote, tactical mm-hmm. backpack. I just steal my mom's weights and throw them in my backpack and just walk for like five, six, nine miles, and just go. It's fun. I think it's great. It's totally easy. And then lifting. Yeah. At least, oh man, like two hours a day. I would over, the I, over the or summer. Like when you're over the Over breaks, I lift for like two hours a day.
0: It's not anything better to do. But you don't do that here.
1: I, I I can't do that here. Yeah, I've got right. too much to do, and plus diet here is terrible. Yeah. here I'm here I have to force I have to find three thousand calories to eat. you yeah. between like stress, school, mm-hmm. everything, like it, it, I have to force feed myself. When I'm home, I'm eating like six thousand, like five six thousand calories a day, so and weird. I'm just cranking out stuff.
0: Well, if you're working out for two hours, if you're working yeah, for two yeah. hours, then like yeah. yeah, I'm like working out
1: for like three hours a day when I'm at home. So it's but it's a great time. But the thing is, is like, I guess let's tie that back in the whole Marine Corps thing. Uh There's going to be times at like OCS and maybe even combat that you got to do those kind of things. I mean, yeah. And if you're not doing it now, you're going to underperform later. Mm -hmm. If you overperform now, you're going to overperform later. Yeah. So you're going to meet expectations. You're going to exceed expectations. You're going to see, you're going to see people almost kind of flock to you in a way Mm -hmm. to kind of find that support. And it's going to be huge in the future i think honestly because yeah. even now like you go to the gyms on base and you see dudes that are jacked yeah you see dudes that look like they could be bodybuilders yeah and then you see like smaller dudes that are lean that could run like three miles in like 16 minutes and then, and then crank on some push-ups like a lot of people i think the marine corps has the lowest no i don't think i know actually this is proven for the dod the department of defense okay. put this out the marine corps is the least obese branch in the military
0: I believe not because
1: the standards are so high. Yeah, this is just that mentality of like I'm a marine. This right. is what I'm meant. I'm meant to be lean, mean, fighting machine. You know, like the typical right like construct of one. That's so crazy. it's definitely it definitely kind of all plays in it, all ties mm-hmm. in a lot. So a lot of a lot of exercise,
0: a lot of a, a lot of
1: a lot of food, a lot of exercise, a lot, a lot of, of food.
0: So cheat meals, you eat. Them yeah, often. I eat a lot
1: of che- I eat a lot of a lot of pizzas. Like whole pizzas. Like whole pizzas. Yeah. Like I'll go to Walmart okay. and be like, oh, $3. This is only 1,200 calories though. So let me grab a Halo topping and a candy bar while I'm at it and I'll be fine. There's days that I do that and I have to because I didn't eat enough that day. Or like I know I'm not going to eat enough. Right. So like lunch, this is going to hurt my stomach. I'm going to feel like crap, but I need right. calories. Uh, there's That's a, crazy. Yeah, there's a donut place in Louisiana. At least twice a week I'll stop by and get like six donuts and just eat all of them. Eat all of them.
0: Do you drink coffee?
1: I do. I Every drink day? Some
0: coffee. Uh...
1: Not every day, every day, but like typically, I need a cup of coffee.
0: Okay. Do you pound energy drinks, or you say
1: no, that's bad? Uh, I I try to stick to one caffeinated beverage a day. Okay. If I don't, I will become dependent on it, and that's not a good thing. That's a terrible. Yeah, no, no. That's a headache you don't want. Mm -mm. Literally.
0: So here at college, do you cook Mm. most of your meals?
1: Uh, mainly just breakfast. Okay. So breakfast is yeah, eggs and rice is like the typical
0: eggs and rice
1: thing, honestly. When I'm home, I'll I'll cook.
0: How many eggs? (sighs)
1: five at okay. a time okay so i go through like what's five times like 35 eggs a week plus i have an egg cooker that like hard boils them for me so plus seven whatever there was times last year i was going through like 21 eggs a day a day a day no you weren't i was i was i was going through a season Chris. pack oh hey walmart it's like 350 for like 420 bucks like $4 21 from, eggs in a yeah, day yeah
0: that's more than i eat in like a month yeah i mean eggs. you got
1: it's protein intake anybody that like
0: chicken yeah, well i mean chicken's also. expensive.
1: That's true. Eggs, there's like six grams of protein per egg. That's cheap. That is that's cheap. like 10 cents. That's less than 10 cents, actually. Yeah. I can get six grams of protein for like eight cents. I'm okay with that bargain. That's yeah, a good that's deal. Good. That's, that's cheap. That's that, That's nice. Oh, God. And then box rice. But other than that, it's mainly just Chick-fil-A. Oh, my gosh. Chick-fil-A? I go Chick-fil-A so much. Do you really? Yeah.
0: What do you get? What's your go-to what uh, you order?
1: Go-to order. If I'm using just a swipe probably just uh just the chicken sandwich okay and then if i'm not using a swipe probably two chicken sandwiches <laughs> um always got to use dining dollars i'm almost out it's kind of mm-hmm, depressing mm-hmm. uh breakfast though it's always two chicken biscuits okay. and like six packs of honey oh good always. you always have to like you yeah. have to load yeah. that thing up it's so um, nice it's so good, good. oh and then a uh, powerade half water half powerade no ice for breakfast yeah
0: or, like, with anything? What, with anything. Wait, say that again? Powerade? It's so, so, it's like, when they ask,
1: like, what do you want to drink? It's like, no ice, half Powerade, half water. Okay. And I always look at you like you're stupid because it's like, yeah, right. I asked for no ice. You're like, please? No ice. More more fluids, more liquids. Yeah. Like, I don't yep. want, like, half the cup to be no. ice. And then literally only get half the serving of soda or whatever. It's not yeah. It's not a good look. No. Nobody.
0: What exactly is it that you want to do in the Marines? Because you're studying what?
1: Okay. Uh, right now, I'm studying criminal justice, homeland security, and strategic intelligence. Mm-hmm. So that's technically two degrees. Um, so why are you why? studying that? So, you know that cliche, like, any guy that listens probably play, has played video games. For the girls that don't know. You play a battle video game, you play a combat video game, mm-hmm. there's only a guy that's talking in your ear, talking about, oh, you need to go do this, this is the plan, this is everything. Right, right,
0: right. Yeah, typical I, I,
1: cod typical, boy. Typical cod boy, like. I wanted to be the guy that was giving the orders. Yes. And not I don't mean like forcibly giving the orders. I mm-hmm. mean like they knew everything. Doing the
0: strategy. They had the
1: intel. Mm-hmm. They were the planner. They were the coordinator. Growing up, I loved video games like um, Total Warfare and like the games where like you had to control all your units. I mm-hmm. loved that. I loved the idea of it. So um, and finally one day it kind of clicked. That's what I wanted to do. And so I either want to be a uh, signal intel officer, an uh, air intel officer, or an um, air ground task force. Force intelligence officer.
0: So which, explain what those things. Are. So or what what's the difference between them? I
1: so the say. difference, um, like so, signals intelligence mainly deals with like communications, kind
0: of, sort of. So you're not gonna be on the field. You're no, gonna be I in an I office.
1: Yeah. Probably. Ideally, I don't want to be on the field. Okay. I feel like I've got enough. Like I've had enough physical injuries in the past. Yeah. That have uh. Yeah. Not for the sake of me feeling uncomfortable, but just like I don't want to be going out there and like might need to get out
0: because know? that's very then, possible. Yeah, with like your, it's, it's possible your medical history.
1: Yeah, so like I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> uh, I don't need to be putting anybody else at risk. Right, you know, that's somebody's husband. Right. That's somebody's right. son. That's somebody's mm-hmm. I don't know the way that military is going now. Daughter, wife. You right, know? Like, right. I, that's somebody's father. I don't want to. I'm not doing
0: that. Yeah.
1: Um. But so like, signals intelligence is mainly um. Just electronic warfare kind of. Okay. Uh. So a lot of communications, a lot of jamming, a lot of. They basically deal with everything signals. So okay. if there's an incoming signal, outgoing signal, mm-hmm. oh, we picked up a radio transmission. Yeah, that's probably a signals Intel's team. Okay. Um, Air Intel officers, they they yeah. more or less take take and give information and like suggestions. So like, hey, we got this top-down view mm-hmm. of this space mm-hmm. that these Marines, these whatever, are yeah. about to go into please note these caves, these tree lines, you, you might want to take this course of action, you know, like, you might want to kind of go this route, because like they had the most air reconnaissance on mm-hmm. the whole thing. Um, and then air ground task force intelligence officers, they more or less, they prepare everything for the battle space. So like, um, what's a good example, like D day or whatever, mm-hmm. there, there had to be somebody that said, Hey, we're taking this many guys. To this location, there's this many enemy force reinforcements, mm-hmm. so we need this many troop carriers, this many men with this men this this equipment yeah. because you're gonna run into this obstacle. You need to have this to break down this obstacle. They're basically playing strategy the whole time, like they're they're playing yeah. it for more or less like they're playing a game of like strategy. They're they're they're, they're kind of like the head strategists a little bit.
0: So you're good at Battleship.
1: I'm good at Battleship. I'm good. At... <laughs> and yes. I can swim. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, we love anyways. inside jokes. We love inside yeah,
0: jokes. Yeah,
1: we do. Um, but, but yeah, okay. just, just a lot of strategy, and I, I always kind of like that because grow, growing up, there's there's a, there's a there's a reason for it. So growing up, um, my freshman year, I was dating a girl, and she um her dad was a, an infantry officer. He he was a colonel, mm-hmm. and um he 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 would tell stories about how when they went to Iraq, like he was given orders, like okay, line your guys up. And then just have them walk. It wasn't really told why. And out of nowhere, a bunch of Iraqis, a bunch of ta- whoever they were combating at the time would try to come up on trucks and kill them. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, obviously we have like A 10 warthogs and like other birds in the sky that can come from just lay waste to them. Right. But like you really looked at Marines like that as a number, as just an X on a strat board. Mm-hmm. Like that's not, uh, We I've got a lot of, other stories that my dad's told me that other people have told me that I just don't like how some officers look at Marines yeah. and other soldiers or seamen or sailors or whatever the frick. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't like that. Like, yeah. There's, there's, there's time you have to mm-hmm. in a way, yeah. but at the same time, like if you're always looking at it like that, you're wrong. And I don't want to be part of, if I'm going to be part of an institution like that, if I'm going to be part of an mm-hmm. organization that is known for storming beaches Taking over the Pacific, um, sitting in a foxhole in Korea, I'm gonna make sure that I'm part of a team that is best equipped and best and has the best knowledge. Yeah. of am making sure that unwanted and like weight and destruction can be avoided in its entirety. So I guess that's kind of like why I kind of want to do that. Like the the, the larger goal, no, makes sense. yeah. The larger goal is to be in human intelligence. But for okay. that, I gotta come back and I gotta. Come back to school, get a couple more degrees.
0: Right. And then okay. go through
1: more programs to prove, like, hey, I can be in human intelligence now. So,
0: yeah. So, how's that going to work? Because you have um, to get your master's, right? Y-
1: yeah. So, ideally, what I would do is I would like, go what's in. The, what's
0: the timeline of what's happening after you graduate? Oh, geez. You're about to graduate.
1: Yeah, I'm about to graduate. Yeah. I'm going back home, uh, Louisiana, mm-hmm. for six months. I'm getting a master's certificate, not a degree, just a certificate, okay. unfortunately, which is still 18 credits. 18 master's credits mm-hmm. in one semester, so that's going to be a great time. That's going to be good. Um, in uh, military resilience, okay. and that's more more counseling on okay. a family side. Mm-hmm. So Liberty is great. They recognize that a lot of military that go active duty and then come home from combat situations or like deployments or mm-hmm. whatever, and then have to like either readapt to being in the military right. in their home sense or adapt to getting out of the military. And I know personally, my dad's coming up on retirement and uh he's never had like an actual job job like he yeah. went from high school straight into the military
0: it's been 20 yeah it's been over
1: 20 years so kind of getting some of that uh more or less psychological professional mm-hmm. psychological knowledge okay on how when i'm in i can help hopefully they'll listen hopefully they'll want to talk about it mm-hmm. um how i can better prepare um just people that come back home and they need to Readapt mm-hmm. more or less. Like the common joke is that my mom's worried because my dad's never had an actual job, job mm-hmm. in like the civilian sector. Mm-hmm. Like you, somebody can't mess up and you can't just start shouting expletives right. at them right, and, right, right, and, right. so they can get it right. Like you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Which in Marine Corps, all that works. Right. That's perfectly fine because now yes, that Marine except- knows exactly what he needs to do and mm-hmm. exactly what your expectations are. You're working IT. And you look yeah. at little college graduate, mm-hmm. to like 23-year-old Jimmy, mm-hmm. um, and call him so, – no, that's not mm-hmm. – Jimmy's right. going
0: to cry and peace yeah, out.
1: Yeah, that's just not – and then you're going to get fired. Right. That's just not how
0: it right. like, works. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So hopefully that degree or that certificate will uh, help with that too. But after I get that done, then i got to go to OCS for 10 weeks, mm-hmm. um, graduate with that.
0: Which, what happens after that?
1: After that, uh, you commission. So your okay. actual active duty uh, will be second lieutenant. Marine okay. Corps okay. And then go straight to TBS. And TBS is a six month long evaluation of your leadership traits, your physical traits, everything oh. that six you, months? Yeah, it's six months. You go in, you actually don't know what you're gonna do when you go in. Okay. And you sit down with a, I think it's a captain. Like is it I think it's yeah, he's one of your evaluators. Mm-hmm. So you sit down with him, you say, Hey, these are the top three or five I can't remember jobs mm-hmm. that I want.
0: How many options are there? Oh, like estimated like
1: 20 at least 30 jobs okay and like they're really they can get really specific too because like okay. there's there's general like my dad's in communications okay. like oh he is a comma mm-hmm. but there's a lot of other sub Inside of yeah, there's other sub mos's sure. which is like yeah so you go and you say hey these are the five i want um based on your ranking and your score mm-hmm. top i think it's like five or ten percent you just get to pick if you're oh, top five percent, okay. five to ten percent of your class, you just you just get to pick. That's nice. And so, you, whatever you want, like you're going to school for that. As long as you don't fail, that's your job. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of that, it's just a, uh, okay, let's take the next set. Let's look. Let's right. compare. Let's see what they want. Okay, there's enough slots that they can all get the number one pick. Mm-hmm. Ideally, you get one of your top three picks. Right. So those intel slots are, three of my top three picks. Um, statistically, everybody gets something in their top three, unless you're okay. Unless you're just a trash marine right. and, like, you just don't got it, you're getting supply. You're getting stuck in supply. Mm-hmm. I have yet to meet a single person in any branch that's going in active duty, mm-hmm. like, enlisted or officer. They say, oh, I want supply. No, oh You just don't <laughs> want supply. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're going to be the butt of every joke. Mm-hmm. Of You're going to hold up every chain. Like, it's one of the hardest jobs because you nobody wants supply. Yeah. You just don't want supply. So, I don't want supply. Okay. But – that's how that's gonna look, and then uh, graduate TBS, um, get sent to whatever tech school.
0: Okay. Um, so they'll tell you, They're yeah, like, you're yeah, they'll, go here. yeah,
1: you're gonna go here. This is your job. This is what you got. Congratulations. Okay. Go to school. Go back to get more school, Bye. which go. is Marine Corps training, Marine Corps school, right. whatever. Um, ideally, it'd be at Damn Neck, Virginia, which is okay. only like a couple minutes north of Quantico. So okay. for the next like probably two years or so, I'll be at Quantico, right. Virginia, between OCS, TBS, and the tech school. Okay. Um, and then. Oh, after that, really, I mean, just do my job. Um, Whatever the Marine Corps expects of me, wants of me, needs of me, sends me to do, wherever they send me to do it, for at least my first contract. And then after that, uh, it depends. I believe it's going to be at least four or five years. After that, um, it's going to be kind of up to whatever... cliche whatever the lord puts like on the table you know a lot of yeah a lot of marines in the intel field they get out after a couple years because i mean damn next right there in virginia it's right next to dc yeah so that's all the intel agencies all the bureaus all of that is like right there so they kind of sometimes more or less if if they need people they kind of scalp it and they say hey we'll pay you more and uh you're gonna live better because
0: yeah. uh, it's decent, isn't it's, it? It's decent. Yeah. Like, the Marine
1: Corps officer pay, at least, is, I mean, decent. Like, yeah. between my debts and everything, like, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be living comfortably um, as long as I'm frugal. Right, right. Um, So after that, kind of just deciding whether or not I want to pursue a longer career in Marine Corps or if I want to just get out and go somewhere else. But either way, um, what I want to do is uh, come back to school either – I don't know if I'm going to come back to Liberty. Probably going to go to, like, um, s- somewhere else for sure, actually. Yeah. And uh, do something in, if I get out of the Marine Corps, I'm probably going to go back and do something along the lines of getting a master's, a whole master's in mm-hmm. Homeland Security, and then maybe okay. probably a doctorate in Homeland Security, eventually. Okay. Um, if I stay in the Marine Corps, I still want more education. I'm probably going to do something in terror psychology because okay. with that, yeah, like with that, I can lat move, which is basically take your MOS and just kind of shift over somewhere else, mm-hmm. and do like, similar usually it's a similar career field sometimes it's just not um over to human intelligence
0: which that's a
1: little bit more downrange um like more quote-unquote combative um but even then it's not like you see all these videos and movies and films of people like in firefights it's still not that it's going to be more or less going out kind of into a quote-unquote safer area most of the time and uh following in other infantry teams that Secure the place, and then sitting down with leaders of a village, somebody that's um, suspected of being a terrorist, somebody that's like you know is, and you just want information from them. Some more or less something like that, and then having more of a counter-terrorist and human intelligence-focused mindset of talking to people, getting intel, making connections, knowing who to trust, knowing who not to trust, knowing the information you need, Mm -hmm. knowing the information you can give, and things like that. It's going to be, and then after that, the main goal in general, is to work for an agency, like a mm-hmm. federal agency, mm-hmm. um, which I know is a hot topic right now with like like going on in the nation, and the world, like, oh, look at all this, like, oh, they're whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Um, I still want to do it. Um, I've seen enough things like I would I throw out the DEA um, because I- I've seen a lot of families get destroyed by drugs, illegal drugs, yeah. drugs that even I personally believe that constitutionally should be legalized the abuse of it mm-hmm. is what gets me the most. Yeah. And I've seen families get destroyed by it. I've had friends in high school die from it. I've had, well, acquaintances in high school, but it still tore yeah. us all up. Small oh, town. Yeah.
0: oh, yeah.
1: Um, I know, I know of Marines that have died from it. My dad's lost Marines that have died from drugs. Mm-hmm. So it's not a light topic. Like, it's definitely something that weighs a little bit heavy. And then plus the DEA, yeah, they operate in the U.S., but they operate outside the U.S. Like, you watch... That cliche, of, another cliche thing to say is like Narcos, like Pablo Escobar. Mm-hmm. Like that man was a commitment atrocities. And the DEA was one of the big teams that was like, we're going to kill this guy. Yeah. And make sure that people are saved. So I guess either way, like the whole end goal is to kind of make sure that justice is served wherever the Lord puts me. Like I want, yeah. I want to be a part of it. Yeah. It sounds gruesome, but like if you're going to, if you're willing to kill somebody, if you're willing to kill a kid, an innocent woman for... Something stupid like, oh, you didn't harvest poppy enough or fast enough, so you're gonna kill them. Like, I fully believe that it is within our human right, like from the Lord, to make sure you don't live, so you can't do that anymore. So it, I want to be part of like that moments of those moments of history, like that movement to like make sure that innocent people are saved and that the evil people of this world are just no longer here. That sounded so gruesome. I swear I'm not a dark person, <laughs> no, but no. Uh, sometimes, sometimes. No,
0: that's what you're called. You feel like you're called to do. Yeah, I so. do. So are you going to be an officer? I forget. Yeah. What?
1: So everybody – so in order to be an officer, you got to have a college degree and you got to go through OCS. Okay. I could enlist. Okay. But that's –
0: So you're not going to enlist. Yeah. No. What is the difference?
1: So and, um, the main difference is that enlisted, typically, the tra- it's like the quote-unquote traditional route, mm. is you get out of high school, you enlist. Okay. Um, a lot of people do it to escape their homes, sure. escape their home lives. Like yeah. They're not happy where they're at. They didn't do good in high school and they can't get to college. So mm-hmm. they want to, they know if they go in the military, they get the GI bill, whatever, whatever. Right. It's stable pay, stable. You, you get paid. You get right, medical, 20, food allowance, yeah. clothing. You get free housing.
0: Like, yeah. It's a great
1: gig. Yeah. As long as you are frugal with your money, you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people do that just right out of high school, kind of go, uh, officers, you got to go through and, and just about anybody can enlist. Okay. As long as you're within the age requirements, you can show up and say, hey, I want to enlist. Okay, take the ASVAB, take this PFT. Congratulations, you're set. Go. go to work.
0: Yeah.
1: Officers, you got to have uh, at least a bachelor's degree. Okay. Um, uh, some branches of the military, they base your job off of what degree you have. Okay. So obviously, if you want to go like something in engineering, you better have an engineering degree. You want to go in something medical, you better have a mm. medical degree. Um, the Marine Corps doesn't really care. They okay. take it into consideration when they give you your job, sure. which is one of the reasons to have Homeland Security and Strategic Intelligence because mm-hmm. what you're want doing. Want to go yeah. into the intelligence field, so it makes it, it it's beautiful, looks great, it, yeah. But um,
0: it's only helping.
1: Yeah, it's only helping me in that and putting a master's certificate in military right. science. Right, come on. Hello. Um, but yeah, you gotta have a degree, at least at least a bachelor's. Um, then you have to go through OCS in the Marine Corps, which is Officer of Candidate School. It is different. A lot of people ask me, like, oh, when do you go to boot camp? I don't. I don't go to, like, yeah. boot camp is 13 weeks at either MCRD San Diego or MCRD Paris Island, which actually I think the Marine Corps is getting rid of Paris Island. I can't remember. It's a it's a classic. It's it's interesting. Yeah. It's weird. First thing about shutting it down. But, uh, so
0: you don't go to boot
1: camp? I don't go to boot camp. Okay. I don't go through 13 weeks of hell. I go through mm-hmm. 10 weeks of hell right. <laughs> instead, yes. is, I'll take three weeks off. Yeah. Um, go to the OCS and that's off school. So enlisted boot camp is more of a, we're going to break you down you're not an individual you're a team mm-hmm. and you're going to f- learn to follow what i say
0: yeah
1: off uh, ocs is a little bit different it's a hey you've shown that you have the intelligence to be here the physical attributes to be here and it is said that you have the leadership attributes to be here but now we're going to make sure that they won't lie. we're mm-hmm. going to make sure you're given billets you're told to do certain jobs you're given different commands like different you, you head a lot of it, like yeah. it's it, most of it's candidate ran because when you go, you're an officer candidate, okay. and um, most of it's candidate ran So mm. the organizational structure is: prove to me that you right. can lead, like, and we're going to put you through hell. We're mm. gonna, we're gonna throw curveballs at you. Yep. We're gonna wreck you. We're gonna mentally drain you, physically drain you, and then tell you, by the way, you got to do this again for like nine weeks and six more days. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a leadership test than it is a follower test which sounds so bad to say because there's definitely followers that come out of bouquet right and like like, there's definitely a hundred percent like without a doubt there's leaders that enlist. ideally the whole marine corps like unit is a bunch of leaders Mm -hmm. that can they know when to be followers but um officers you're expected to be every single one of you is expected to be a leader so it's more more leadership driven in that regard that's So, so interesting and then uh a lot of another little fun fact is like my dad's been here for like almost 25 years. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to be his retiring officer when I commission.
0: What is that?
1: Um, so <laughs> in order to retire, you have to have an officer that says yes, you may retire.
0: So that's going to be so that's going to be me.
1: That's going to be me as I get to like be like, hey that's dad, so you can retire now. Congratulations! Yeah. Like I'm here. my turn. My turn. Yes. Basically, yeah. It's kind yeah. of like a fun fact. It's like oh, it's my turn. Okay, cool. No big deal. But that's um,
0: really neat.
1: Yeah, but it's a little, little fun fact. Is it that nobody really? Knows this, but even though my dad's been for for 20, almost 25 years, my dad, when I'm in, the day I commission, he's got to salute me. Really? <laughs> because I technically outrank him.
0: Yeah. Every yeah, officer
1: yeah. outranks every enlisted person. Which was him? Yeah, he's enlisted. Okay. So if you're smart, though, you don't abuse that. Right. Because let's be honest here. Somebody that just commissioned as a second lieutenant <laughs> doesn't know crap right, about right. anything. So just kind of... You see a lot of a lot of people fail in that regard, is yeah. they they think of like oh I'm an officer I know everything that no, you freaking don't yeah
0: you like, just got here you he like, got like, here sit he down shut in.
1: up let me let my dad show you how it's really running right. right now because there's by the book but then there's by the book right and as long as you think it's by the book and you don't break anything that's in the book you're fine so it's definitely interesting to see that but that's like the main difference officers typically sign off on everything you okay. basically have to have officer signature to do anything so yeah it's more like a quote-unquote leadership thing than anything yeah it's it's interesting it's funny because people ask me what's the difference i was like you know i really don't know other than a rank a different pay grade right right. and then an officer can sign off on more stuff like in reality staff ncos which is staff staff non-commissioned officers they're enlisted but they do everything officers just take the credit and I'm not saying I'm going to be one of those officers that just lets them do their thing and take the credit for it. But, right. But that's, that's kind of how it goes. Kind of how it goes, more or less. They're just there to make sure things run smoothly. So hmm. that's kind of the difference, I okay. suppose. Interesting. Yeah.
0: So you're going, you don't have to go the officer route.
1: I don't have to. No. Okay. But there's only of the caveats that my dad put into place when I was born if you go in the military, you have to go officer. Okay. That's right. He also said I had to go either Air Force or Navy, but here we are. But here
0: we are. <laughs> yeah, dad. So
1: I told I told him that I was going to the Marine Corps at, uh, after I had dropped the RBC program and after I had submitted my application. And then you're like 10 at night one night, he was not happy. <laughs> he was a, he was not a happy camper. He was pretty pissed, actually. I believe that. Yeah, he was he was upset.
0: But, and you're like, well, here I am.
1: Yeah, here I am.
0: So shifting gears a little bit. Okay. How do you think you're going to be able to incorporate your faith into the Marines? What Perfect. is that going to look like? What would you like it to look like? Mm. Um, just talk about that.
1: So, every branch in the military has chaplains, mm-hmm. and they're basically like, so you can't blatantly talk sure. about like, oh, hey guys, I'm a Christian. This is why you should be a Christian. But chaplains are kind of that in a way. Like they're, they're able to encourage it. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of like the, the f- faithers, like the religious people or whatever yeah. in the branches. So... I never really knew that they existed. I, I'm not saying I didn't like that because I mean, I was just saved like my freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. And like, none of this really clicked about how important being a Christian was in my life until that point. So yeah. like, I never really looked at it. I was like, okay, right. yeah, cool. Like, if you want a chaplain, he's right there. Whatever. Go yeah. talk to the guy. Learn more about Jesus. But now that I am a Christian mm-hmm. and I, I realize that my calling is to spread a lot more than just to be a chaplain. Right. Um, which no nothing hard on chaplains they're doing great um they're amazing people the military at least from my perspective the marine corps my entire life i've realized is not a very faith led or ran mentality yeah the typical jokes are the marines will have sex with anything and everything that moves they're always drunk they're always doing stupid things they're always cussing cursing whatever which admittedly you know like I was raised in a household and in a community in a community that does. Yeah. But uh, if sitting, if cursing is a sin or not, it's a whole separate conversation. Right. Right. Um, but that's not Christlike, is it? Like it's just mm-hmm. it's just not. And my parents did a really good job with me growing up. Like, God is real. You want a Bible? Here's a Bible. Like you know, like this is it. Yeah. This is the truth. There wasn't like a whole lot of deep conversations about it. Um, which is totally fine. You know, they're, they're both safe. So I'm I'm okay with this. But I want to do a little bit more. You know, like I, I'm a I'm a CGL. I've been mm-hmm. a CGL for um
0: this is my
1: second year. Mm-hmm. And just seeing how I in a small little time frame can shape people's lives and have conversations, like from a biblical perspective, on like, hey, I'm struggling with porn. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, let's talk about that. Like, that's yeah. something I've beaten in the past. Let's talk about it. Let's let's go through it. Like, hey, I'm worried about money. Bro, same. Let's talk about it. Like, I just had sex with my girlfriend. Bro, let's talk about this. Like, yeah. and it seems so mundane and just repetitive. But I realized very quickly that those are the same issues that I'm going to have in the future
0: mm-hmm.
1: with people that may or may not have the same conviction. Right. But... I know a lot of good, a lot of good guys wh- whose dads were also in the Marine Corps, and one of them was uh, went to his retirement. He was a colonel, and uh, like this, this man's just a Christian. Like he's just so different, you know. And it was incredible because I'm like, yo, the way that you've impacted people, like in that context, like that's incredible. Like I want to do that. Mm-hmm. So, kind of seeing that, hey, that's possible. You can be a yeah. Christian and you can be a Marine. Mm-hmm. There's going to be times where you have to – it's, going to, it's going to be a struggle, like different yeah. temptations, mm-hmm. but it's possible. So I feel like just being – there's a lot of things within the Uniform Code of Military Justice, the UCMJ, that state that you, I can't blatantly, openly talk about it
0: mm-hmm.
1: unless somebody else brings it up. Okay. Somebody else brings it up. But even then, like I run the risk of fraternization, which right. technically I'm not allowed to like fraternize with like enlisted people. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see how I can yeah. find a way to literally legally and morally
0: mm-hmm. bridge
1: that gap yeah. to be like, hey, I'm a Christian. You said I'm different. This is why I'm different. This is why I wake up every morning and come to work happy mm-hmm. versus why you're coming in here with I don't know, like a hangover or like right. depressed about the night before. Right. This is why. Oh, by the way, it's Jesus. Have you heard about him? Here's the Bible. Go yeah. read it. Like, Get back to me. Whatever. Yeah. So it's I, I'm really – really excited and curious to see how I can get, get in and and shape it. And honestly, at first I was really discouraged. There's times where I still get kind of discouraged, but it was beautiful. So like, I don't know if i mentioned this yet in the podcast, I actually went to OCS Mm -hmm. for uh, last summer. I was supposed to go through all 10 weeks, but I got medically disqualified because uh, the Navy messed up my medical paperwork. So I had to leave. But in, in that six day time span, that I was there. I was like the only guy that was like, Hey guys, I'm a Christian. Admittedly, probably not the best way to start a conversation, but, like, right. if you want to talk about anything, DM me.
0: I don't I'm care your what guy. it is.
1: Like, I'm your guy. Like, yeah. let, let's talk about this. You know, I got my Bible. I, I took, like, three Bibles with me. I'm like, I will give you one. I don't care. Right. Like, take it. Take one. and Read it. <laughs> it was interesting because I was welcomed, and I was really intrigued because I didn't – I thought people would be like, okay, yeah, dude, you're a Christian. That's great. Whatever. Like, that's you. That's you. That's great. When in reality, it was like a, yo, I really need to talk to you. I'm like, (laughs) how freaking what? Like, what is going on? Like, night one, I'm here. I'm getting DM'd about things like that. I'm like, is this the future of the Marine Corps? Like, there's no way that on night one, there's guys opening up to me. They've never met me. I've never laid eyes on these guys. We're all in quarantine in different rooms with two people to a room. I, I don't even know who the heck this guy is. Right. All I knew was Alpha Company, Third Platoon, guy that was three doors down from me. And somebody put a joke in, in the group chat that we had, it's like, oh well, who's your favorite porn star? And I noticed a couple guys were just popping off about mm-hmm. it, and I was like, okay, so back to reality. Right. There's guys that like secular things that mm-hmm. are dedicated to secular things. Yeah, and that's okay. We can get there. We can we can get growth mm-hmm. convictions, mm-hmm. whatever. And I was, it was just interesting to see that there was guys coming to me. They're like, yo, like he mentioned porn. Like, what do you think about it? I was like. I think it's terrible. Yeah, and like I was able to like just sit there and type yeah. out a bunch about why it's wrong, how it had affected me in the past, how it changes the view of girls, how it changes mm-hmm. your view of sex, what it changes in anything, like it, how it just changes your mentality, how you become relying on it. There's a guy like, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Yo, like i watched porn like three times since I got here." I'm like, "Bro, this is day one. Like, yeah. what are you doing?"
0: Wow.
1: And it wasn't like a. Of course, like we're all kind of took blunt to the point. Right. Like, like we're all yeah. here like yeah we're, we're all here for a reason people like, want about it i was like dude you're stupid like are you a christian he's like no i'm like okay step one first of all you're engaging and you see that this stuff is wrong so let's break it so i sent him a bunch of like bible stuff on my phone I was like read it yeah and like i don't like i don't think he got saved in the time i was there but i left so motivated because i'm like I just had conversations with guys about porn, about money, about our future, about mm-hmm. what happens after we die. I didn't expect to get that. Yeah, I really crazy. thought that I was gonna go in and be met with, "lol, you don't get drunk or get high, dude. Like, what are you doing? You don't have sex with random people. You don't have sex with your girlfriend. That's mm-hmm. crazy." Yeah. But in reality, it was the total opposite. Wow. Like, I'm really excited to see how I can get in there, and I can see the truth
0: mm-hmm. because,
1: like, yeah, I've seen the truth with my dad. Yeah. Like he's been, he's been for a long time. Like I've seen, I've met people. I've met some (laughs) interesting people. I've met some great people. So just seeing how I can see lives and then be a good influence, more or less. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty excited about that too.
0: That's so neat. Day one, they said, hello.
1: Yeah, day one. I need assistance. I was like, I got you, bro. Like, what do you need? And like, there was, we had to do uh, chaplain stuff, like services online. And Hmm. uh, it was really great because, just about everybody attended it and it's not mandatory like you can't force anybody to go to church right but a lot of people went a lot a lot of people like viewed it and even the chaplain was like there's a lot of people listening to this right now like there's a lot of people watching well he's like this is the most i've seen and even i was taken back i was like i don't like 300 people there's like 150 people here to hear about jesus and god and people are like, typing about like honest convictions and i was wow.
0: like dude
1: this is great like i was yeah. i left so motivated like i was ready there, it's things like that that really pushed me because it's like and when i started being the cgl it was oh crap i'm doing this for Caesar," and i very quickly very quickly realized like yo i actually believe these guys in a way so yeah. like it, it catapulted my faith forward and i feel like that just kind of it did the same yeah so wow just seeing how i can shape that is going to be interesting for We're, sure
0: yeah was there anybody else who, um, you felt like was on the same, like wavelength as you? They're like I'm a Christian too, or were you, did you feel kind of like isolated in that mm. um, when you were there?
1: I feel like there was people that if they weren't blatant about it, they definitely either were or they were on the track. Okay. Um, because I was the one that said, yo, I go to Liberty. Like, oh, oh, what's everybody's big story? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is when I was saved. Let's talk about it. Yeah. And I was the only person that was really like, this is why. Right. Like, I'm here. Um, but there's other guys like, oh, yo, like, I don't think porn is good. I'm like, no, great thing to say. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who Jesus Christ is? Mm-hmm. Is he your best friend? Yeah. But um, I, I think I was alone in that regard. Okay. But I didn't feel isolated. Okay. I, I yeah. didn't also necessarily yeah. feel like I was – a target for any positive criticisms either yeah i feel like people would come to me if they needed something or they wouldn't okay and that's okay either way like, that's an you know, interesting was, dynamic yeah it was it was it was weird because even my roommate at the time it wasn't <sighs> i would talk and he would he would listen he's a great listener and he didn't really talk back about it yeah and that's okay also, I'll, talk. Yeah. I'll tell you why and then even he said he's like well you're so calm like, you got cut from the program You've been prepping for this for like over a year and a half. You just got right. cut. Like you don't know if you can come back. Your name just got slandered mm-hmm. by the Navy to the Marine Corps. Like they don't know if you let you back or not. Like how are you dealing with this so well? Admittedly, for the first ten minutes, I was unwell. I was unwell. I was mm-hmm. irate. I was calling people. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get things figured out. It was a uh, an interesting ten minutes, mm-hmm. uh, to say the least. But after that, I was like, 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 like ten minutes later, I was just like God's, pl- like God's path, like God's path, yeah. like take it, whatever. I don't yeah. care. So I don't care. But like i'm not worried about it yeah you're like and he leader. was like there's no way that you're that combat." Like, no no there is and i'm just, to this day still genuinely calm about it and he was like i don't know how like you are i was like ha, funny segue. story <laughs> let me whip the open this book real fast and tell you why yeah so it definitely uh there's a lot of moments where people be like oh how are you so jesus right that's why like yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna beat you over the head with it but i'm gonna tell you why yeah that's why I'm different. What all the cliche thing Jerry follow Sr. said, "Oh, if it's Christian, it ought to be better." You're dang right; it better be. Yeah. We're called to stand out. So if I can stand out and be a look different in the in the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. then I'm okay with it. Because yeah. ultimately, I'm different. People like different. People can to be drawn to different. And I can tell you why I'm different, and then you're gonna be different.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then just grows okay.
1: from there. It's gonna be great
0: there you go excited. <laughs> that's awesome I think, I
1: think i've said i'm excited like 10 times yeah it's gonna be great like 20 times
0: I can i'm excited you. yeah i'm ready that's so exciting it's a very specific calling yeah right? i can tell that the lord is preparing you it for is. It.
1: I, I feel like he really is and it's also kind of weird because um a lot of people say oh go do missionary trips outside the country that's great that's honorable i love the idea of it i would do it too right. if it didn't cost me 20. right um i can't afford
0: that yeah
1: i'm still in college honey. i'm broke yeah. um and then one day I was like, oh man, like I really wish I could do like a mission trip one day and like see the world and change it. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm literally going in the mm-hmm. military. I'm in America. There's people all around me that aren't saved. Yeah, And I'm stepping into a career field that a lot of people say, yeah, I'm, I'm Christian, I'm saved. And they very well could be, you know, a lot of people probably mm-hmm. are. Yeah. A lot of people have cross tattoos. A lot of people have a picture of Jesus on their wall. Mm-hmm. They know he died for their sins. But they're not carrying out their convictions so i guess there's my ministry
0: yeah. you know you
1: minister and how you live every day yeah that was one thing i learned um being a CJ last year i was like yo i don't know if i have the words to say to them first of all the lord the holy spirit will give you the words i yep. don't care yep. he's going he's going to fill it with
0: he'll you. speak on behalf you
1: yeah like he <laughs> he will and but then somebody was like yo you speak your mission your ministry, your, your ministry is just how you act mm-hmm. so i was like oh. You're not wrong. I guess yeah. I guess if I don't drop the F-bomb every two seconds, like a lot of Marines do, or right? I mm-hmm. Act calm in some situations that a lot of Marines don't. They're going to pick up on it. Yep. And when they pick up on it, that's where I drop the bombshell and just start hitting them with facts.
0: Yeah. So, I mean. It's going to be you. It's, it's going to be great. Yeah.
1: I'm excited. You should have a tally. If you're listening to this, you just go back, rewind, start taking a tally on how many times. I'm kind of curious. Find my email and send it to me.
0: Yeah.
1: Find Somebody, my email. Find my email. Somebody's <laughs> going to send me this and be like, you said, it's great. I'm excited. Like 25 times. i surprise surprised. It's okay. The slightest. It's because you are. Yeah. Genuinely. I, I genuinely am. I'm ready. I'm ready. You're ready. I'm You're ready. ready to go. I am. I'm
0: excited for you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, not an easy thing to do.
1: It, it it won't be.
0: When did you first feel like you were being affected in that way by the Marines? Like real, in a relationship Like in my own relationships? Yeah.
1: I feel like the first time I actually felt affected by me pursuing the Marine Corps as a career, Mm -hmm. um, by somebody else, by a girl Mm -hmm. was I was, I actually asked a girl to marry me Mm -hmm. and she was dumb enough at 19 years old Mm -hmm. to say yes. Um, so we had a lot of things planned out. I'm graduating early still to this day because of her. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, just trying to play the whole thing out, playing out like weddings. We had the venue down, we had the dates down, like we had like a rough timeline. Mm-hmm. You know, like we were telling people like, "Hey, you're coming to my commissioning," and then two days later, we're getting married. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was very, a very in depth thing. Like we were, yep. we were doing it, and then one day she was like, "Hey, we need to talk," and then she literally out a uh, pros and cons list <laughs> in the she yeah she had down written down all the pros and all the cons mm-hmm. of marrying me. Yeah. She had all the pros down. And there was only one thing in the cons column. It was just the Marine Corps. And uh, we broke up. Yeah. And that was it. That was that. And uh, wasn't devastated. Like, I was, I was sad. Mm-hmm. I was sad. You know, stuck on a little for a bit, little bit. Yeah. But um, wasn't devastated. Uh, the Lord said, hey, just be patient. I was like, okay, bet. And a um, little bit later, met another girl. <laughs> um, started pursuing her. Mm-hmm. And um, couldn't quite get her to date me. Um, there's a lot of factors why, a lot of reasons mm-hmm. why. Um, but one of the things that it kept coming down to was the fact that I'm going to the Marine Corps. Yeah. And that was a very unstable thing. So I two girls, um, both amazing women, um, that one of their justifications for not wanting to be in a relationship was the Marine Corps. And it's very, very understandable. Yeah, um, It's it's not exactly something that, like, my dad wasn't in my life, like, in a large major context until I was, like, eight, nine years old. Mm-hmm. Like, so no, no wife... No woman wants to get married and then see their husband off for like a year in time.
0: Right.
1: So it's definitely it's definitely different. It's it's interesting. It's going to potentially harm future relationships. It's going to potentially not harm future relationships. Mm-hmm. My my parents were married in nineteen ninety six, and my dad, my, my dad, my parents were dating when my dad went to kid Okay. And then he graduated UK. and then they said, "Hey, let's get married." My mom flew from Michigan to Las Vegas, Nevada. My dad drove from 29 Palms, California to Las Vegas, Nevada. They got married, and it was a little drive through chapel. Not, they not, did. It was like a drive through chapel.
0: But it was one of it those. It was one of
1: those, like, hey, I met you. I love you. Let's, you love Let's
0: get out right, of
1: right. Yeah. Right, right. So, and they got married, and then he drove back to 29 Palms, California, and then my mom flew mm. back to Michigan. And I mean, like, it, it, it's worked for them. Yeah. There's been complications. I mean, Every marriage has complications. Yeah. Now let's factor in the fact that your husband's a marine. Mm-hmm. Obviously, my mom's gonna have a hard time. Yeah. Factor in the fact that my dad's a marine. Obviously, my dad's. There's gonna be things that my dad have a hard time.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I'm hoping that through that, through them, seeing them grow up, you know, getting a lot of insight. Now that I'm 21 years old, mm-hmm. almost 22, about to graduate, pursuing mm-hmm. somebody like I, I want yeah. a wife one day. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing where they went right, seeing where they went wrong. Hopefully, I can. Take notes. I've taken notes. Hopefully, I can get more notes. Hopefully, I can. One of the big things I do is, um, if I'm talking to somebody, and then like the girl that I'm I'm talking to now, um, literally, there's been times where she's had questions, and I will answer them to the fullest extent that I possibly can. Mm -hmm. But then there's questions where it's not so black and white. It's not from the Marine's perspective. It's from the wife's perspective. Mm -hmm. I'm like, do do you want my mom's phone Mm -hmm. number? Yeah. This woman's been married to a marine since 1996. Mm -hmm. This woman knows. Yeah. Do you want her number? I'm, I'm hoping. I'm sure one day she's gonna say yes, and then they can talk for hours. Yeah. And she's gonna do the same thing I did. Here's the dirty truth about it. Here's the reasons you should be scared. Mm -hmm. But here's every reason you have to be excited and hopeful. So it's had its effects. Like it's affected relationships it's affected people that I thought I was going to marry the people that I thought I was going to date people that I thought loved me enough to look past those things and to yeah. work it out. Um, but it's okay. You know, it is what it is. The Lord obviously didn't want that person yeah. to be in my life in that capacity. And, uh, you know, patience, like that word was always spoken over me mm-hmm. still is to this day. So just, seeing how it affects things in the future is gonna be interesting yeah. to see, honestly, because I don't know. I saw my parents did it. I don't know I'm gonna do it though. It's mm-hmm. different generation, different era, right. different breed of communications while I'm overseas or mm-hmm. in Monaco or anything. So
0: Yeah.
1: I'm sure it'll work out regardless, honestly. If if the person is committed enough mm-hmm. and that, that not to say that the other girls weren't committed enough, right. but they just right. couldn't you know they didn't see themselves doing that. Yeah which is fine. If the person is committed enough to me and I'm committed enough to them, I'm sure it, it, it is possible. Mm-hmm. I've seen love stories where one Marine's in the Navy or well, one Marine's in the Marine Corps mm-hmm. and a wife is in the Navy and they haven't been located in the same state in four years. That's great. And they've got three kids because she's attached to a ship and he's attached to a base. They haven't yeah. seen each other in a long time. Crazy. They're married. They're fine. They're thriving. Yeah. They'll tell you every struggle they've ever had mm-hmm. and how they overcame it. So, yeah.
0: So, how's it going to be when you have kids? <sighs> yeah, <so. laughs> you don't have to talk about it. If you don't so, people. no,
1: I will. I will. Okay. So, like I said, my dad wasn't really there, 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 mm-hmm. like 100% capacity. Yeah. Until I was like eight, eight nine years old, seven, whatever. Um, I'm not saying that I want to put my kids put them through that I'm not saying I want my kids to have that experience I'm not saying I don't want my kids to have that experience it's not a positive thing it's not a negative thing growing up the marine corps culture oh where's little Jimmy's dad Afghanistan oh cool he's deployed yeah where's his dad he's in the field okay cool he's in the field or wherever you know he's not here Mm -hmm. why we're a marine family this is how it is
0: yeah
1: um you learn that very quickly Mm -hmm. For me, it was normal.
0: Right. That's um, all you've known. Yeah,
1: it's all I've known. My dad was gone. He was in Iraq, Afghanistan, Kuwait, Okinawa, Japan, mm-hmm. on a mute yeah. in Europe mm-hmm. somewhere, attached to a ship. So not saying I don't want my kids to have that. Not saying I do. Mm-hmm. Ideally, I wouldn't. Okay. I don't see myself myself having kids for a couple more years. I want I want my first contract done. Your first contract is okay. gone the most. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want my wife to be a single mother for that little bit of time. You know, I don't want. That was hard. My mom's also legally blind, right. so it adds a whole whole new whole dynamic. Another thing. Yeah. Like it was so much stress on my mom, and God bless that woman. She found out a way. Yeah. You know that woman, Mama, Mama. <laughs> that woman. Home home is where mama is. Yeah. Home is where mama is. Like everybody asks, Oh, where are you from? I'm from North Carolina, but I live in Louisiana. But I say I'm going home, I'm going to mama. Like yes. I don't care where <laughs> she's at, I'm going to mama. But um when I have kids. Uh probably gonna be a really in-depth conversation with yeah. whoever I'm married to at the time. Um if we decide that it's best that I stay in Marine Corps um for the level of support. I mean, it's it's free housing. Yeah, it's a
0: there's Teddy, a lot of good. Yeah,
1: it's a steady paying job. You want healthcare? I can get you like you have healthcare. Mm-hmm. Like if it's that's one of the reasons my dad stayed there. My dad was gonna get out and I was born. He was oh, like wow. then he was like, yo, um, I can get my house paid for, I can make sure he has medical coverage. Right. Like everything. I can make sure he's set for life. Like I can he won't be there all the time, mm-hmm. but I would be okay. Yeah. And I know personally I would make that sacrifice. It would suck at times, you know, birthdays yeah. are missed, yeah, holidays are missed anniversaries are missed, everything is getting missed, but you're providing for your family. Yeah. So I feel like if it's in my family's best interest in my kids, best interest to stay in, I'll stay in. I'll forfeit that. It'll suck. I'll suck it up. But then a bunch of other guys are doing the same thing. Yeah. We're all doing it. Yeah. Um, If the Lord says, Hey, I want you to go here, do this. And then you can be home more. I'll do that. And at the end of the day, it really comes down to, what I can do. Cause like, I know my dad made that sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I know my dad took, took hits. Yeah. Like his, his heart, I know for a fact, his heart took hits. Um, but still like God bless my parents because they, they really, they really supported me in, in a crazy way. And that I, I, I didn't see a lot of it growing up, mm-hmm. but like looking back on it now, I was like, man, I'm glad. Like I wouldn't change it. Like, yeah, there's times I wish even now, like, yeah, I wish my dad saw that, you know, like my mm-hmm. freshman year high school. I wish he saw that. I wish he saw him in the football field. Mm-hmm. But you know what? He's open Okinawa. Why? Because that's his job. Yeah. He's doing what he had to do. Are there times I wish he was there? Yeah. At the same time, like, what a man yeah. taking care of his family. And then what a mom. What a, what a woman taking care of her son. Yeah. Like, that's just – it's just beautiful to see how I have to look at that puzzle and approach that puzzle yeah. when I get there. but. It's gonna be interesting, new territory for me. I mean, I saw it happen grow up all the time, but I guess it's my turn to get up to bat coming up yeah. soon for that. But hey Your I'm called to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna full send it. I don't do have sense. Gotta do full send. Full send. Full send yeah. it. Full send it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I hadn't thought about it in that way. I guess initially hearing about like my friend who was talking to you saying, This guy that I'm talking to is going into the Marines. <laughs> yeah. Her and I both were like, "Oh, yeah," because it's, it's never something that you're like. It's not. I feel like for girls, not something they would think about in a positive yeah and it's, Expected right. So hearing you talk about it in that way, like with your parents, gives me a whole different like perspective on yeah. it because it is so honorable. Like what people go mm-hmm. through, the sacrifices they make for their families, and I'm excited to see how it plays out oh, in your life. Thank you. Because thank you. It's exciting. I mean. You've, the Lord's calling you to do it. Mm-hmm. He's going to he see so you through God. it. So mm-hmm. He's
1: going to. That's another reason why it's like the relationship past that worked out. I'm like, okay, that sucks. Yeah. Like, it hurt. It stung. Mm-hmm. But get yourself back up because yeah. God's not done yet. He wants you over here. So you're going to get there. And yeah. you're going to make sacrifices to get there. Like, So you're going to get there.
0: Yeah.
1: If I pick up a wife along the way, thank great. you, Lord. If not, uh, well, um, <clears throat> hopefully I find one. <laughs> Because like the, the common the common joke is if the Marine Corps wanted you to have a wife, mm-hmm. they would have issued you one. Because the Marine Corps issues you everything. Yeah. Notice how they didn't issue you a wife because you're not meant to have one in the Marine Corps. So That's it's so uh funny. not ideal, not ideal, yeah. but it, it's doable, it's possible.
0: Yeah.
1: Obviously, I know plenty of Marines that are married, engaged, yep. Yep. happily together. So yeah. it's possible. It's doable. Gotta have a really independent woman for it. Mm-hmm. there you go yeah she's <laughs> got go. a really independent woman
0: yeah. yeah well those are all the questions i have for you oh, you have anything else you want to say
1: oh shoot um any final thoughts
0: closing final statements thoughts, closing statements i
1: don't really think so okay
0: well thank you so much for doing this no problem i learned thank a lot and you. i thank really you. enjoyed it so same